What is up? Hello! There you go. Yeah, we got a little kiss going in there. Um, uh, uh, Jeremy, we're in uh, episode seven here, and like we told you last week, um, an awesome show today. We are excited. This was as fun as looking up all-time stats, trying to look through guys, trying to just take a... What we think, and, and texting back and forth for the last six days now, I yep, guess, yep. on uh, what what we think, what we like, and uh, exciting. Yeah. And this is going to be a fun show. Again, uh, last week was so much fun yep. in my mind, and I we've got some interactions, some people uh, yep. telling us here's their starting lineup, so uh, we'll, we'll do it for the 2018 season. What you think? I like it. Perfect. Let's yeah. do it. Um, before we get into our, uh, our uh, starting nine uh, the best starting nine right now. A couple things to touch on here. Um, the new rule that will be implemented in the minor league oh game. Oh, God. It's uh, just an, the latest episode of hashtag Manfred's a Clown. Minor league now will be starting. Um, With the international church inter- softball rules. Yep. International <laughs> tiebreaker. I'm not real. I'm not 100% what inning it will start. I think it's the 10th. Um, if I read it right, it's the tenth. But they will start on second base. Um, I don't know. I mean, I see both sides. I see that you know, eighteen year old, eighteen year olds don't need to be playing seventeen inning games in the minor leagues. But at the end of the day, it's still not traditional baseball. It's not. I would be more inclined to be okay with a tie after nine innings than I would <laughs> yeah. with a guy on second base. Right. I, I would be a hockey kind of t- took that aspect eventually that they tie right you know or how about this Jeff for a fun rule how about home run derby <laughs> I would love that home run derby for after the tenth inning you right. get one or eleven in, you know because a lot of games go a quarter or, or an extra five minutes this kind of thing yep so after maybe ten twelve innings whatever it is. Home run derby. Right. Best of. Best of. You send three hitters out there. Right. So, no, this is a joke. Manfred is a clown is the hashtag. Get out of here. This guy's a joke. Yep. Um, and then moving on, uh, Mike Moustakis reportedly signed a $6.5 million deal. One-year deal, I believe, with the Royals. Um, that only cost him $10.9 million. Yep, for uh, not taking the qualifying offer. I, I don't get that thought process, but no, I think that was a great move by the Royals. Now the Royals, yeah. the Royals made out like bandits. Oh know? yeah, they got the player they wanted for significantly cheaper, and the Phillies signed Jake Arrieta to a multi-year deal. Um, I'm indifferent about it. I mean, I'm glad he's not in the Central since I am a Cub. Um, I think. A part of me will always be grateful for Jake Arrieta as Absolutely. a Cub, and that that was a great letter that he wrote oh, to yeah. the city. Yep, and um, you know I think two things. You know on on both of these deal, on both of these deals, I think it proves that teams aren't colluding. I think Boris just got the market wrong. You know you saw it with Mustakis, you saw it with Arrieta, and JD Martinez. Now I think. I mean, cut and dry, I think Boris got the market wrong. I think that Boris is going to get fired by two or three guys. I think as, so, too. As he, you know, he tried to spin it any way he could, and I get why he did, and he got a little bit behind it, but no, it ended up coming down to 
Guys don't want the 30-year-olds that might produce if mm-hmm. they're an edge team mm-hmm. until midseason. Right. So uh, the A's got Lucroy as well. Yep. Um, good signing there, I yep. think, because that was a pretty user-friendly deal, if yep. I remember right. So, yep. Uh, but Tulo's not going to be starting the season. Right. Um, he should be ready pretty quickly, though. Mm-hmm. Sounds like just a tweak. But does that really affect probably the deepest depth infield oh, yeah. in baseball? No, I, I don't think so right now because you can put uh, Aled Mez Diaz at shortstop. Um, so, no. And, 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 and uh, a player of Tulo's age group, <laughs> I guess you could call it, it – that's going to happen. It they happen, and eventually, you know, if we're talking five years ago, too low. That's a huge blow. Right. We're not talking five years no. ago. This guy, you know, he didn't make our list this week. Right. We'll put it that way. And I in in moving forward, um, the the uh, Blue Jays have um, some prospects in their minor league system that you know are eventually going to have to. Be moved up, in my opinion. I know that they have Vladimir Guerrero. Um, I'm looking right now. I believe Bo Bichette's a short a shortstop. Bo Bichette. Yeah. Man, just I remember growing up watching his dad play. I know. Is, is that kind of crazy? That, I know. Uh, and, and I don't feel like we're that old, but yeah. His no, dad yep. just hammering for the Rockies right. back in the day. Yep. So Bo Bichette is the 13th ranked player on the 2018 top 100. So um, eventually, you know, a, a year or two from now, maybe three, I think Bo Bichette will move in. But before we get into our, our starting nine, one comment I want to make about the Arietta deal, I think, to me, it proves that I think the Phillies are, are, are somewhat wanting to compete. I don't think they're competing this year. Right. I think with the three-year deal – that they are competing, and it's a front-loaded deal too. Yep. How how the paperwork works is he's getting paid more this year than, and that's a great deal by yep. both teams. Yep. Or both sides of it, because that allows them when they're a missing piece away, they can go spend that extra three million to get the missing piece. Yep. What that missing piece is, we don't know yet. Right. But I think that's a great deal. I think that that shows that they're ready to compete much sooner than other people think as well. Yeah. So I, I love it. Yeah, especially having Carlos Santana now. That can play first base DH. They've got JP Crawford at shortstop. Um, you know, I, how I, deep is shortstop? To, I mean, we'll go over it too. But shortstop's the deepest it's been in fifteen years. Yeah, plus. yeah. I mean, back when you know the uh, uh, the Vizquel Garcia Parra days when uh, A Rod was playing A-Rod shortstop. There was, I mean, Jeter was there then. So yeah, I mean, it's you know, I think we're getting back to those glory day. Um, uh, shortstop era, so yeah, absolutely. So I I love that idea too. Yeah. So I think we're gonna see that, which is refreshing as a baseball fan because yep. we haven't seen that in a long time. Right. So so all right, Jeremy. Let's uh, you know I think again I don't want to you know get caught up on you know some free agent stuff. We've got games coming in what two and a half weeks. Real real games real that matter. Games, uh, two weeks from tomorrow. Yeah. So uh, fifteen days. Yep. So um, we're going to kind of piggyback off of our. Of our uh, our game that we did last week, which we kind of on air decided we were going to do this one, yeah. And and I like it more because I can I I've seen all of these players and I I have more of a little understanding. So um, in case you're joining us and you didn't catch our podcast last week, we are doing the salary for um, current starting nine, but it's actually twelve. Yeah, so it, it's twelve, but yep. it, it's the. Uh, 
on what we made our own rankings, mm-hmm. maybe a little hype, maybe not a little hype, whatever. We made the rankings what we think is $5 to $1 yep. right now if you're putting a lineup out for 2018 now. Yep. Not so, an all-time lineup. So we will be doing catcher, you know, first, second, third, short, um, left, center, right, DH, starting pitcher, relief pitcher, and um, manager. So yeah, it's uh, and DH you have to play in the American League. Yep, we we looked at it that way. Yep. So I think that's very fair. Um, and and that's the way we're going. So right. So um, I'll go ahead and and start this off, and uh, we'll start like we did last last week. We'll go catcher, and then we'll go around the horn through the outfield, and then um, make our way to DH, and then yep. our pitchers and so managers. So you start a catcher. I'll go to first. You'll go to second. Yep. Sure. And we'll go back and forth. So here yep. we go. All right. So um, catcher position, we have five dollar player Buster Posey, four dollar player um, Wilson Contreras, three dollar player JT Romuto, two dollar player. Um, Gary Sanchez and one dollar player Yadier Molina, and um, I will go ahead and give you mine. And yeah. I am going with one dollar Yadier Molina. Okay. I, um, you know, w- when it comes down to a leader, a catcher, I don't know if it gets much better than Yadier Molina. He's you know been around a long time. He's caught a ton of games. He's um, you know not going to give you quite the offensive numbers per se, you know, but um I like I like my battery combo and I, and I for one dollar, you know, I'm getting an eight time all star, I'm getting an eight time gold glove, I'm getting a four time platinum glove, um a one time silver slugger and a two time World Series champ at one dollar. Man, I'm taking that all day. Uh, I I don't think that you can really go wrong with him. The thing I think he's a little past his prime now. He's on the back end of that career. Sure. And, and so, uh, you know, so strong defensively, and how he handles the uh, how he handles the staff for the Cardinals. Right. How he handles so many things. He is a true leader, and he is the definition of a catcher. I thought about putting him as the dollar catcher last week over Piazza. Right. I mean, I think he is that valuable. Yep. I mean, you and know, so I, I really can't argue. I think you're getting a steal at a dollar, a two eighty four hitter. He's as he, a catcher. He's I mean, a six seven hitter now. Yep. You know, oh, yeah. and I imagine when you do your top nine, he'll be your eight hitter. That's my guess. Just where he is, uh, it, with your batting order. I'm not positive. Jeff and I last week we said that we didn't look at each other's lineups. The same thing this week. Right. We are finding out as you find out. From right. Us. So, um, no, I think that's a great case. Yeah. I think that. Uh, I really cannot fault you at all. Sure. But I'm going to go with the $5 guy. Okay. Buster Posey. I think he is far and above the best catcher in the game. He did, he had a, a down year in aspects of war. He was only a 4 war last year, 4.0. Right. But And only 12 bombs. But an OPS of 400... Or OBP, OPS of 861, a batting average of 320. 
it's hard to argue that. Right. Posey, I think, and he's gotten better defensively. Mm -hmm. He's really worked because, and he can play a little first base if you need it, which is nice. But that's my guy. That's a Florida State guy. And and the craziest part is, if you knew him at all in college, he was a shortstop and the closer. He was the closer, and then moved over to short or uh, to excuse me, catcher, like sophomore, junior junior year, late. Yeah, you know, and and if you know, like. I think as a baseball play as a baseball player myself, if you're transitioning to, you know, a, a Gold Glove shortstop, excuse me, a, a, a Gold Glove catcher, you know, of course when they moved him, it was necessity. Mike Martin moved for moved him for necessity, but I don't think you ever thought, man, this guy's going to be the best catcher in the game right now. Like even then, and that's a hard. Uh, position to jump into. It's not something you just go, oh, I'm here. Like, right. uh, no, that's. It takes some cojones uh, to get behind there, right? And uh, put on the equipment. I mean, it's not a lot of catchers start because they uh, they have an older brother or sister that right. needs somebody to throw to because they're the pitcher, right? So to to start that late and to become what he has, oh yeah, I I can't think that there's anything wrong with Buster Posey being just a stu- and just rakes. Right. Just I mean the uh, the batting average alone should mm-hmm. tell you that this guy can do it all. Mm-hmm. So, uh that's uh that's who I went with. So, yeah. uh, I'll move over to first base now. Okay. Uh $5 player is Paul Goldschmidt. Okay. Uh $4 Joey Votto. Miguel Cabrera at $3, which uh, he was in our all-time list. Yep. He is now past that prime. Mm-hmm. Four years ago, five years ago, he's right in the thick of it with that triple crown. Anthony Rizzo, who's probably the steal of the entire list because first base is so deep. And Freddie Freeman rounds it up at uh, at $1 there. So it goes Goldschmidt, Votto, Cabrera, Rizzo, and Freeman. Jeff, this was a position that you and I texted and, and talked about probably the most. Yep. And so I, I think that I know where you're going. I think you know where I'm going with this. I went with Joey Votto, though. Okay. Um, I think Joey Votto is the Ted Williams of our time. Mm-hmm. And people should recognize how great he is on such a garbage team. I mean, this this is what he was. Finished fourth in batting last year with a 320, 36 home runs, 100 RBIs, an OPS of 1.032, a 7.5 war. He just gets on, and he's so selective up there. He's the Ted Williams of our time. Yeah. I don't know if we'll ever have another Ted Williams. We, we don't know. But he has to be in that conversation for one of the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it's bias. Maybe it's bias that I took him. I think if I needed a dollar anywhere, this was going to be the position. Mm-hmm. Um, I changed it from Rizzo. Right. Rizzo at $2 is a steal. Mm-hmm. I changed Rizzo from the $5 to the $2 player at one point. Yep. Um, but I went Votto. He's Mr. Consistent, uh, 313, 257, really going into you know the middle to late of the prime of his career. So anybody who went here, I think this was the deepest position that we talked about. Yep. Uh, shortstop will be the second deepest, but yep. yeah, very deep. Um, for my pick... I did go with the steal of the entire game, and I went Freddie Freeman. Oh, at a dollar, Freddie Freeman. At a dollar, I went Freddie Freeman, and here's why. I had Votto on there. Okay. Um, and 
I went back and forth between Vado and Rizzo for a long time until I looked at for and then for whatever reason I just randomly looked at Freddie Freeman and uh you know I'm going eight year career here for Freddie Freeman compared to Rizzo's seven. But I'm looking at almost identical wars. Freddie Freeman at two twenty six six and Rizzo at twenty six one. Okay. Um, batting average career. I'm looking to you know career so far two ninety batting average for Freddie Freeman. Okay. Career two sixty eight for Rizzo. Home runs for Rizzo one sixty six one sixty six for Freddie Freeman. Um, RBIs five eighty six for uh, Freeman and five thirty four for Rizzo. So right there. I mean. I mean, we're, we're you know we're real close on base percentage for Rizzo's career three sixty eight compared to three seventy six for Freeman. In my opinion, Rizzo is a a pinch better defensively, but at one dollar, I'm taking I'm taking Freddie Freeman, and I and I think what's what's hurt Freddie Freeman um, for the majority of his careers he's he has played on some crummy. Braves teams. Oh, I feel like him and Votto are right there together. Yeah. So to you know to put up these numbers, like to me, you know, last year, um, you know, batting three oh seven, a four oh three on base percentage, um, you know, on base plus slugging, or uh, excuse me, OPS um, nine eighty nine. Like I, 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 I'm gonna take that all day. You know, fielding wise, we go down to fielding nine ninety five. Um, career fielding percentage, I'll take that all day. And at $1, man, I can't pass that up. I think that, like I said, at this is the deepest position in baseball right now, mm-hmm. which at times has been and times has not been. But by far, this is the deepest position. All five guys I think you can make an argument for. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, and I think all five, you know, looking at it, um, you know, we didn't even touch on uh, Goldschmidt. But if you really look at these – all five of these players are hands down to me the they're, leader of their teams. They're five of maybe the top twenty to twenty five guys in baseball. Oh right yeah, now. I mean if, if we're talking straight glue guys, there's not a there's not five better that you can put in in one list. No, this is just incredible. We're spoiled right now at, yeah. at first base and yep. shortstop, which is not always the case. Right. This is the most spoiled. At, and Rizzo at a dollar or two dollars, Freeman at a dollar. Cabrera. I mean, the list. Yep. You could list three other guys there that could be one B, C, D, E. I yeah. mean, that's how mm-hmm. deep this is. But and we didn't even have uh, uh, Bellinger plays first, right? Yeah, Cody Bellinger, which he's he's a couple years away, but um, just he might be the next. But we'll yep. see. Yep. Um, he, he's got to put a little more together yep. to be on the list. Yep. It, he's probably eight right now in my yep. mind. So. Yep. Uh, Jeff, why don't you go ahead and hammer second base for uh, us. Second base here, we've got... Um, you can't even remember the I one? can't even remember his first name. Oh, Jose Altuve. Jose Altuve, excuse me. Jose Altuve. <laughs> um, Brian Dozier at $4. Okay, let me... Uh, Jose Altuve at $5. Brian Dozier at $4. Jonathan Scope at $3. Uh, Daniel Murphy at $2.00. And uh, DJ LeMayhew at uh, $1 there. All right, so who'd you go with? I went with $1 DJ LeMayhew. You really like I, You know what? The more that I, I'm exposed to him, 
I I do. Um, you know, granted, he he his stats are a little ballpark uh, in flux there. Um, but you know, last year hit two ten, um, eight home runs, sixty four RBI. He's not going to give you a lot of power. Um, you know, on base, he's a a uh, last year at three seventy four. Um, only you know only a fourteen point four career WAR, but he's a two time All Star. He's a two time Gold Glove winner, and uh, last year I believe he won a batting title. So to me, at 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 two dollars or uh, excuse me at one dollar, um, I I liked him. You know nine ninety one um, career fielder at second base. Uh, like I said, won a Gold Glove uh, in um, fourteen. And 17, <clears throat> excuse me, um, was an all-star in 15 and 17. I, I do. I think he's, he's quietly in that second-base category with a, a Daniel Murphy that you almost don't want to pitch to him. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, $1, uh, DJ LeMahieu for me. And it just fit a little better. I, I think that fits defensively. I think he is... Deserves more on the list. Mm-hmm. I think that his offensive numbers might be inflated. I don't know that for sure, though. I, I really do like where he's going to go. I like mm-hmm. where that Rockies team's going to go. That a- yep. or NL West, yep. excuse me, is going to be really, really good this year. The Padres in a couple years, Rockies, mm-hmm. what the Giants are doing. I just really like yeah, how that. the Dodger and the Dod. I mean, we don't even mention the Dodgers right. there. Right. You know, we've probably got uh, multiple Dodgers on our list, right? The guy I went with, though, Jose Altuve. Yeah. I, I spent my money here. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like an 8.3 war last year is crazy good. 346 batting average. Can run a little. Uh, 24 bombs. I mean, mm-hmm. you can't go wrong. A 957 OPS on base percentage. He gets on base a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I love on base percentage. That's that's I I look at on base percentage and OPS more than I always look at batting average right. first. So Altuve, all I, five six of them, you get one hundred seventy right. pounds, whatever he is. Right. I, I'm not one hundred percent sure, but not more than a buck seventy five. And I had him on there initially as mine, and then as um, I made some different changes, I um, went with Lemayhew. Okay. So I liked him a lot better. I think Daniel Murphy was hot for a couple years. I'm not buying uh, Jonathan Scope. Okay. And um, for whatever reason, he strikes out a lot. Yeah, he does. He, he, he maybe if he puts it together a couple years, we'll we'll go with that. But and and I I'm not willing to spend four dollars for Dozier just because I haven't been real exposed to him. Uh, so I'm well, not really the guy. The guy is more of a hitting second baseman than right. he is a defensive guy. Yep. But and I feel like Minnesota gets kind of lost in the shuffle at points. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So uh, no, but uh, he's really been turning into a pretty good ball player. I yep. picked him up in fantasy a couple years ago yeah. off of, as a free agent. Rode that guy all the way into the playoffs. <laughs> I mean, he really helped turn it around. So, right. Uh, moving on though. Uh, Fun, fun positions there. Let's go to uh, shortstop. But okay. I take, or am I supposed to take third and you take shortstop? I don't care. I'm taking shortstop. Okay. Because I, I've already said that then. Okay. This is uh, a fun position. Yep. Francisco Lindor is our top guy. We, we, we text back and forth. We switch the top two guys two, three times. Yep. So Lindor for Cleveland, 
Hits both sides. Power, speed, fun. Lindor's my guy. Carlos Carrera at two. Four dollars. Excuse me, four dollars. Corey Seager, who's really putting it a nice little career together pretty quickly mm-hmm. at three dollars. Trey Turner, maybe really undervalued at this position. Trey Turner at two dollars. And help me with this first name because I can't pronounce names very well. You're going to do this like four times. You know this. Uh, and I can't Andrelton say. Simmons. I can't say. Andrelton, yep. Yeah, Simmons. Simmons, the, yep. the defensive wizard that yep. he is. Uh, shortstop, there's, he, his offensive numbers aren't there with the other guys, but his defensive numbers are just filthy. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's the list at short, and I went Carlos Carrera. Okay. I feel like he was just a steal of a deal uh, as a $4 player. Hit 315. He was 10th in the league last year in hitting. 24 home runs. Got good pop. 84 RBIs. Does not move on the base pass great, though. He's not a great base runner. An OPS just under 400. Not bad. You want him to be up over that 400. I think he can get there. Young guy still, though, but Carlos Carrera is who I went. Okay. And um, I went with my first $5 pick as Francisco Lindor. Frankie Lindor, to me... um, like you said, that's my guy. Um, if I had another dollar in this list, that's where the change would have been. Yeah, absolutely. And I he mean, would have been hitting leadoff for my team. Yep. And, um, you know, he's a, in, in three years, he's a two-time All-Star, a Silver Slugger, a Gold Glove winner, and a Platinum Glove winner. Um, down year last year a little bit in his age 23 season. Two, age it, 23. Three season, right. Yes. And, you know, and I say down year, you know, 273 uh, batting average, you know, about you know, thirty points lower than it had been in twenty sixteen, but you know, slugging percentage this year is uh, you know, or of of twenty seventeen, Jeremy, five oh five slugging percentage. Five oh wow, thirty three home runs, and eighty nine RBIs, fifteen stolen bases, and he he was caught three times, walked sixty times. Um, you know, OPS of 842 last year to me, and you get the, the, um, the switch hitting aspect of it that I really like. Oh, I love it. Like I said, if I had a dollar more, here's, here's where I go. Carrera's numbers right there with him. That's where I spared a dollar. Right. And, you know, uh, you know, both the same, um, age, both have played, um, you know, war is decimal, you know, decimals off. So um, I like Lindor, man. He's flashy. He makes some unbelievable plays at short, as does Correa. I I wasn't as high on Correa when he first came in until I actually looked at one of his highlight films. And, I mean, you know, that guy does it. More of like an A-Rod Ripken build that I think will move to a corner eventually. Uh, Eventually could. Yep. But right now you you run him as long as you can out there. Yep. So – but yeah, you know, in, in going just a little deeper, just because I want to rant here a little go, bit. Go, go. Um, you know, Seeger at shortstop. You know, for our number three, um, our our three dollar pick there. Another good young player um, hits from the left side only. Not the best range, um, but someone that's feared in that that Dodgers lineup with. Um, Justin Turner and with Bellinger and Jock Peterson and um 
you know, going to be around a long time. Another one that may move to a corner, I think. I think that he has corner written all over him eventually. But... With Turner there now, don't don't mess with what Turner does right, right. now. Yeah. So. And then um, you know, a different Turner, Trey Turner. I like Trey Turner. You know, I he, do too. He came in playing center field. Um, you know, is gonna be is is going maybe the fastest guy in the majors right now. Up with Billy. I think he's gonna be close I, to Billy I think Hamilton. Billy's two. I think uh, Buxton's probably one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, they're all can fly. Right. Um, (laughs) He's going to steal a lot of bases for you, and then you know, Anderson Simmons is going to is going to has has that man ever made an error in the field? Because I don't know if I've ever seen it. If you have, please, please, (laughs) please send it over to me because Um, I haven't seen it. It doesn't happen often. So no, I'm big on the shortstops. Like I said, uh, no more Garcia Parra, my favorite player. So it's exciting, man. To me. Between first and shortstop, it's exciting right now. So yeah, those are the two positions I love. Yep, I um, absolutely love the positions right now, and you can go no wrong in those positions. So. Nope. So um, we'll we'll move on here, and we'll go to the third base position. Uh, our five dollar player, Josh Donaldson. Our four dollar player, um, Chris Bryant. Our three dollar player, Nolan Arenado. Our $2 player, uh, Josh Turner, and our $1 player, maybe the most underrated on this list, Jose Ramirez. Um, Go ahead and take it, Jeremy. I took Jose Ramirez. Did you? Yes. He is very underrated. Some people don't know who this guy is. I know. He was in MVP talks last year. Can play second. Played a lot of second last year. Going to move back to third for now. Uh, Jose Ramirez, though... Last season, fourth in the AL with a 318 batting average, 29 home runs, a 374 on base, an OPS of 957, scored a crap ton of runs, though, at over 100, almost 200 hits, just a 14 shy at 186, 6'9. Oh, my goodness. This guy, and he can play all three infield positions mm-hmm. beside first. And right. I'm sure he could play first. So I went Jose Ramirez. And I went $3 player Nolan Arenado. Um, I had Jose Ramirez on there, flipped some things around. And and the more that I I look at Nolan Arenado, the more I absolutely love this man in here. And, And one of the main reasons, his last three seasons, and this is RBIs, 130, 133, and 130. Um hit 43 home or uh, excuse me excuse me 43 doubles last year seven triples 37 home runs in 2016 he hit 41 home runs in 2015 42 home runs um he's only slugged on, under 500 one time and it was his rookie year and he only slugged 405 so um in his for his career a, a 534 slugging percentage Jeremy and uh, uh OPS of 879 and that's only because it was 700 his first year his age 22 season and this guy can can glove it this guy to me is he's been in the he's been in the league 5 years has won a gold glove every year a three-time silver slugger and a three-time all-star i the biggest Chris Bryant homer and I've said it before, I think the only point that of Chris Bryant's game that's better than Nolan Arenado is base running. And I don't know if it's enough 
to knock off Nolan Arenado. I, I don't think it is. I think that this is a great pickup. Uh, he's another guy that I, I changed in my lineup. Mm-hmm. And I went Ramirez at a dollar, such a steal, that that's why I changed sure. it. Sure. But my initial lineup had Arenado. Yeah. I, I just... Is there is there a smoother fielder consistently right now? I I don't know, and I and I think the only smoother fielder, I I I think Lindor's close, but I think Manny Machado, who's not even on our list, is close. It is close, um, but it's hard for me not to love Nolan Arenado. Absolutely, I I can't blame you there. Mm-hmm. I I love it. I love it. So uh, we'll, we'll go ahead and keep moving on because we could price it and talk about him yep. for 40 minutes. Uh, Marcelo Zuna is going to be our, our top left fielder. 37 bombs last year. Mm-hmm. Just just there. Christian Yellick, he, he's on the Brewers' depth chart as left. They have Braun and Wright. So we, we, we took that into consideration. So Yellick is our $4 player there. He was on the center field for a lot of lists. He's on right. I mean, he's all over. Depending on list, we saw him as a left fielder. Mm-hmm. Christian Yelich at, at four dollars. Justin Upton at three dollars for the Angels. Uh, a really nice season last year. Uh, become a really consistent player, unlike his brother. What? Right. <laughs> you know, kind of went different. What? Yep. Yoannis Cespedes at two dollars might be a steal. Yeah cannon of an arm yeah batting average isn't there for me but no. but overall and left field you and i we we talked about left field and center field a lot mm-hmm. uh especially uh over the weekend and into monday mm-hmm. we went with andrew benedendi i can't say it benedendi yep benedendi yep. i <laughs> exactly benedendi there we go i got it i worked on that mm-hmm. you won't believe this i worked on that for like 30 minutes today <laughs> And I didn't get it still. Uh, for the Red Sox, 2015 yeah. draft pick, I believe. Like yep. eight overall or something mm-hmm. in, the, in that aspect. Uh, really put together a good season last year. But I went with a guy that I think for $3 does a little bit of everything here. Okay. And Justin Upton. Okay. Justin Upton is, like I said, he's going to be right in the middle of the heart of that order for the Angels. I think he's probably going to end up hitting third. Okay. I like the power that he brought last year. 35 bombs, 109 RBIs. Uh, batting average and OPS are a little down, but they're they're a good spread. They're almost 100 points apart. He only batted 273, excuse me, last year, but had an OBS or OBP of 361, OPS of 901. So I went up in there. Upton on some lists I saw were five dollars, and some lists I saw him as the number five guy. So mm-hmm. I I took Upton and I ran with him at three dollars, and for how my lineup works, the three dollar guy fit. Yep. In uh, in my lineup, I went um, no surprise number four play number four dollar player Christian Yelich. <sighs> oh, I, to me, I can't believe it. He I I a two ninety career hitter. And he's only going into his age 26 season. Um, On-base percentage of 369. Not a real high on-base guy. Um, his walk, he, he's, he's gaining more walks as he goes, but he, he does strike out a lot. You know, last year struck out 137 times. 2016, 138 times. Um, but he's hitting right around that 290 mark. You know, and 
and that's you know really hard not to love um you know uh, OPS of 870 992 in the outfield um and that's basically you know 992 in left 991 in center fielded 997 last year committed one error but he only he only had one assist and that's one thing I I went back and forth um with him and um Ben Attendee, honestly, just because I like Ben Attendee from that left side and hitting at Fenway. Um, uh, hitting at Fenway, I think, really helps him. Too. Yep. I, I think that short porch yep. really does more work than you realize for him. But I think um, Yelich moving to Milwaukee, a team that we've, we've talked about every week, I feel like, a team that wants to win and he's going to have that winning culture um, and he's getting a fresh start and getting what he wants, I think he's going to – I think he's going to have an even better year this year than last year. I I think that you very well could be right. I think that this is a guy that you go, hey, he right now is on the up and up. Mm-hmm. Have to look at the up and up. And I was a guy that I didn't believe in him after right. that injury year. I yep. went, I thought he was a flash in the pan. He's not. He does a little bit of everything. Right. So uh, I, I can't blame you taking him there. I kind of figured you would take him there. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was not positive by any stretch sure. that you would take him. So, sure. Uh, so, yeah, why don't you go ahead and hammer center field for us then? Um, you know, center field's a real tough one for me, Jeremy. Okay. Why is that? Because I think there's only one guy that we can pick. Oh, God. Here we go. Why don't you give the list first? But let's give the list. Let's here. give the list, and let, we'll let you guys side. Um, Five dollar player, um, Mike Trout. Four dollar player, Charlie Blackman. Three dollar player, uh, George Springer. Two dollar player, Lorenzo Cain. And one dollar player, Ender Inciarte. Um, Jeremy, I'm going to go ahead and and take the first one on here and. I'm spending my dollars, and I am taking Michael Trout of the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. This player... <laughs> I love that you had to put that in. This player, Jeremy, for a career is a five... Excuse me, a 52... Excuse me, 55.2 career war... Um, a career batting average of 306. Last year he hit 33 home runs, 72 RBIs, and, and an on-base percentage for his career of 410. You know, to me, I don't know if you can get any better um, player from top to bottom. You know, he's played in the he's played in the league for seven years. He's won an MVP twice. He's a six-time All-Star, a two-time. All-Star Gabe MVP, a Rookie of the Year, a five-time Silver Slugger, and uh, the Wilson Overall Defensive Player of the Year once. <sighs> you know, he, he can run. He he doesn't have quite the stolen bases that he used to. You know, 2012 had uh, 49 stolen bases and led the league, I believe. Um, you know, his strikeouts dropped down last year. But you know he's hitting. He's a 300 hitter and a 442 on base, a 441 the year before, which I think leads the league. Those are close. And last year he slugged 629. Jeremy, I, I, I can I can read this man's resume, this whole show if you really wanted me to. 
I think when all sudden done, we would take Joe DiMaggio off this the list from last week as a dollar. Right mm-hmm. now, yep, we could have considered putting him there. Oh yeah, already, absolutely. I can't blame you. I I, I understand the the thought process. Go big where it matters, and it matters everywhere. Eventually, do you, when do you think he moves to a corner? I think he's got eight years left. I don't center. know. I mean, he's he's. 26 right now. Um, Excuse me. I, I don't know. He doesn't turn 27 until August. I, it, it could it could be some time. I mean, like I like I said, you know, his, his stolen base numbers have gone down. Um, only 22 last year. Um, you know, only played in 114 games, but I, I don't think know that, that affected it obviously as well though. From last year compared to this year, right? So, uh, no, I, yeah, I can't blame you whatsoever. I wish that I had the money to go with <laughs> what you did, though. I didn't, though. Okay. So I went George Springer. Okay. George Springer at the leadoff spot is hitting bombs. They come out heavy in that for Houston, and it worked <laughs> yeah. last year. They came up thirty-four bombs as the leadoff hitter. Uh, 283 average, 34 bombs, and five stolen bases. He didn't run very much, but no. you know what? Doesn't matter. Slugs 522, and he starts that lineup off with a bang. Great yeah. center fielder, positionally wise, very, very strong. George Spring, and he's a young guy still. Mm-hmm. We talk about this. He's still, I mean, he's going into the prime of his career. So, I, I really don't have a whole lot else to say. He, the only thing, he's getting better batting. He started out in 2014. He only had 78, or uh, he played in 78 games in 2014, and he only hit 231. 276 then, 261, then 283. They're going up. That's what you want mm-hmm. out of a young guy. Yep. His, his average is going up. So I took George Springer. I think that in my lineup, how it's set up, he, he's not the guy I rely on. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of power there yep. at, as a center fielder. I think Springer eventually will move to right field too. I know he played right yeah. for, for a long time, but I, not I really a long Reddick, time. But, yeah. When Reddick's gone, I think that they'll move him yep. right over to, to right field though. Mm-hmm. So uh, – yeah, I, I I would have to say that that's who I went with in center. Yeah, so, right field. Experts don't agree on right field. So-called experts, whatever. Mm-hmm. Th- this is a position that's really pretty good, if you ask me. Yep. And I I put Bryce Harper as the five dollar player mm-hmm. in the list, and you when I text you, hey, what do you think of Harper? Some people had him ranked as like what would have been our two dollar player, like fourth, fifth in the league. Mm-hmm. No, you said no. He's right where he should be at $5. Mm-hmm. So Bryce Harper at, at $5 starts it off. Mookie Betts. Guy is really coming into his own for the Red Sox there. Mookie Betts is our $4 player. Aaron Judge. We we broke up DH and right field. We could have put Stanton out here in right field. We put Judge as the right fielder for the Yankees, though. Mm-hmm. All six, seven of him. Aaron Judge is our right fielder at $3. $2, an underrated guy maybe, Josh Reddick. Reddick comes in as the Astros, I mean, on that World Series mm-hmm. team. Very, very good ball player still. Uh, done a lot. Done it for a while. Yep. Oh, yeah. And uh, we round out with a guy who's 
not really a right fielder before. Much. Andrew McCutcheon. Yep, Andrew McCutcheon, yeah. Uh, Andrew McCutcheon rounds out our list in right field uh, as he's going to play there for the Giants this year. And so uh, they're going to move uh, a goofy number nine there. Yep. Over to left field. Yep. So uh, you notice I'm just not even going to name him today. I know. But, uh, yeah, McCutcheon's going to play right field for the Giants. Mm-hmm. So I, I really like that. And so McCutcheon ends up on our list. From stats from last year is why we went yep. Andrew McCutcheon. I took Andrew McCutcheon as well. Okay. Uh, future Hall of Famer in my mind. And I think that, what did he bat last year? 279 on a pretty bad team. 28 home runs. Uh, slugged 486. He only had a 2-5 war last year. But I still think in the position moving over to right field, he wasn't on our list if we, we have a couple of the other right fielder, J.D. Martinez mm-hmm. and and and, uh, and who am I trying to say? Mike Stanton. Mike Stanton, yeah. Yeah, if those two are – Jim Carlos Stanton. John Carlos. Yeah. I, I called him Mike, didn't I? Yeah, that's what he used to be. He used to yeah. be. I, I even wrote down Mike Stanton, and I know John Carlos. But uh, if Stanton and Martinez are there, he's not on the list. But McCutcheon, for how my lineup works, I'll take a two seventy nine guy. And and right field for a dollar. So I took Andrew McCutcheon. Um, I spent my last five dollar pick on Bryce Harper. I like it. Um, I think Bryce Harper, um, absolutely rakes. I think oh, he yeah. is still he's feared so much that you know. It, in 15, he had 124 walks. In 16, 108 walks. Last year, only 68 walks. Um, but um, he had he hit 319. Last <laughs> yeah, that year. is my two-year-old daughter coming to, to we, say hello. Uh, say hi to Jeff. Hi, Jeff. All right, it, go back up. Um, hi. Hi. I will give you a hug. I don't mind that this interrupts us for a no, second. No, not you, at all. Yeah, I miss you too, baby. You need to go upstairs with mom. So, you know, um, Bryce Harper hitting 319 on the year last year. Um, uh, An on-base percentage of 413, a slugging of 595. I think, you know, he he did have a down 2016. But I think one thing people forget about Bryce Harper is – He's played six years, but he's only 25 years old. Yeah, um, just insane. Yeah, I mean, you know, and I, and I went back and forth. I compared him and Mookie Betts for a long, long time. Um, but at the end of the day, I went with the more feared hitter. And, you know, uh, a guy that is, is you know, going to give me, you know, he bet he at 319 last year. Um, 29 home runs and 87 RBIs. I'm taking that all day. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I started with my original lineup had Harper. I love what Harper does. I love what he brings. And then I just I had to change it up there. Yep. So uh, we'll move on. Starting pitchers now. Starting pitchers is a super deep group. Here you could go top 10 right now, whatever it is. But uh, we went with top five, and uh, our list I think is probably going to line up with most list that you're thinking of in top of your head. Max Scherzer, guy that leads the strikeouts in like the last five years in the mm-hmm. majors. Scherzer's our $5 pick. Uh, Detroit feels bad about messing up yeah. on uh, and moving Verlander, who's 
didn't oh, make yeah. our list, but it was six dollars on my list. Yeah, or the six number six yeah. guy. Uh, the four dollars Clayton Kershaw. Just you know what you're getting. Mm-hmm. Corey Kluber comes in at number three. Yep, and then Chris Sale at two, and Steven Strasburg at a dollar. Mm-hmm. I went with Chris Sale. I think that the the pitching. I love the movement that he has on mm-hmm. his pitches from that left side. I think Chris Sale is so far above what other people are from that left side, and he just he pitches downhill at six six. That little three quarter is what I'm going to call it. Throw mm-hmm. kind of whips his body around though. Uh, 214 innings pitched last year, 308 on the strikeouts. Here's what I love about him: not his wins losses, which were great. His ERA mm-hmm. was under three at a two nine. I love his whip, point nine seven or nine seven zero. The whip there mm-hmm. is what sold me. At two dollars, Chris Sale, any of the top five were were you could have put them at five dollars on any list as well. Mm-hmm. Chris Sale though takes my two dollars here. Um, I agree. Oh, our first, first one. one. Yeah, yeah. I went Chris Sale. You know, and and speaking of his whip, his point nine seven. That's not even the best one of his career. No point point. Point nine six six in um, twenty fourteen was his best year. You know you're getting a a you know a win loss that we've talked about. You know it is what it is, but you know ninety one wins to fifty eight losses, and um, you know all but thirty two of those have come on some bad uh, White Sox teams. Bad White Sox, where he he wasn't getting any runs. No, um, so. I I agree. I like I you know at 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 two dollars. That's a steal, man. Yeah. So I I I love it. Chris Sale. That's the first guy we've agreed on. It is. What did we have two last week? I think two. Yeah. Two. So uh, why don't you go in the relief pitchers and tell me what if we agree again? Alrighty. On uh, relief pitchers, our five dollar player is uh, Kenley Jansen. Our uh, four dollar pitcher is Andrew Miller. Our three dollar pitcher is Craig Kimbrell. Our $2 pitcher is Archie Bradley, and our $1 pitcher is Araldus Chapman. Yes. And I went with $3 pitcher Craig Kimbrell. Um, I think that he is an absolute bulldog. I, I went back and forth um, with him and, and Andrew Miller, and the only real reason I went with uh, Kimbrell is – Solely, he's going to get me saves. I think Andrew Miller, you know, could um, become a guy that gets, you know, is a is a legit closer, but he hasn't really needed to be in in Cleveland. Um, you know, this guy averages, let's see, over his lowest save mark, other than his rookie year, was thirty one. Other than that, you know, he's got two hundred ninety one career saves um, in the league for eight years. Is really gonna. You know, I know he's going to come in and shut the door. At, you know, for 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 $3, that was where I felt my money was best spent. Uh, I really thought of him as a $5 player in mm-hmm. a lot of lists. Yep. He's done it a little longer. Jen, Jansen's numbers are mm-hmm. getting better than his. I went with the most versatile guy in the group, though, in my mind. Andrew Miller. Mm-hmm. Lefty. Throws that slider, mm-hmm. 
can can throw three innings, can throw and close for you if you need to. <laughs> he can throw five innings, I think. Yeah, and probably come back and pitch the next day. I know. I mean, that's just what Andrew Miller brings to you. Mm-hmm. I love what he brings. Um, so I went with Andrew Miller because simply of the fact that four dollars, he was so consistent last year. One four four ERA. It's two saves only, but could have saved a ton of games. Yep. Um, his whip was .830. So Andrew Miller's my guy from yep. the left side. I love that he throws the ball downhill. I like tall pitchers if you don't know that already. Kimbrel, I like Kimbrel's whip was .68 last year. Okay. And what I like about Kimbrel too, six-time All-Star, but he's also he's run the he's won the Rolades um, Relief Pitcher of the Year, but he's also won the Rivera and Hoffman <laughs> after they've changed it. So that's so, you know that's pretty cool. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I. Uh, I, I kind of uh, could see where you're going with there. But yet again, the only guy that uh, I didn't really like on the list, actually, believe it or not, is Chapman. Yeah. Um, at a dollar, though, with what he can bring you, mm-hmm. at a dollar makes sense right now. Yep. Just because uh, what he does with, with the ball in his hand, how fast he can throw it, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. So uh, I, I went with him on the list. That There's about four other guys that got pulled on and off the list, but mm-hmm. you know what? Chapman's done it long enough. He's done he's been a fear guy. Yep. Long enough and that, and that that's part of it is being a closer. Mm-hmm. And the guy we didn't even mention is Archie Bradley, who's come yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah. So yep. Bradley I probably would have taken it two dollars if it was more consistent. Sure. Over oh, you know, if it's just seventeen you might take him. Sure. But no, I, I, I went Andrew Miller there. Yep. So uh we'll move to the D H real quick here. Uh Five dollars, Edwin Encarnacion. He uh, he does a little bit of everything. He can play mm-hmm. first a little bit. Mike Stanton's going to be our four dollar player there. JD Martinez, the uh, former Diamondback, now Red Sox. Yep, is going to be our three dollar player. Nelson Cruz, guy that people don't realize has done it for a long time. Nelson Cruz is our two dollar, and uh, Kendrys Morales is our one dollar player, and I think that. Uh, some people kind of forget about him, but uh, did it pretty well for Toronto. Mm-hmm. So, uh, right there, though, I went J.D. Martinez. Okay. J.D. Martinez, three of the last four years, could be considered an MVP candidate. And I think that uh, that his overall, just he's a 302 hitter last year. Uh and I, or excuse me, yeah, like a 303 because he split the time there, but a uh, 100 RBI guy every year. Three out of the last four years, this guy's done it. 303 average last year, excuse me. Um, 131 hits only, though, was the, on, the only knock that you have on J.D. Martinez, I mm-hmm. think, last year. He played in right field when he got moved over. J.D. Martinez, though, at $3.00. If he continues what he's done three out of those last four years, like I said, he did have the one down year. But overall, J.D. Martinez, pretty consistent guy right around that 300 mark. Um, And I went $2 Nelson Cruz. Oh, I like it. Yeah. I, I like it. You know, at, at 36 last year, hit 39 home <laughs> runs, 119 RBIs. Um, you know... His slugging is 549, OPS of 924. You know, it, Nelson Cruz's career slugging percent, percentage is 519. Um, OPS plus 129. 
Um, you know, he's going to strike out. You know, he, he has 1,300 or uh, thirteen hundred strikeouts. Um, but to me, it's, even at his age, he's still swinging it. Where he, he – I, 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 you know, to me, this was really a, a no-brainer. I don't even – I looked at Martinez a little bit. But I knew at two dollars, I'm getting a very good value there. You know, the, yep. you know, since 2014, he's had um, all but one year was three digits in RBIs, and then one year it wasn't. It was 93. Still, I mean, pretty good season. Yeah. So um, to me, it was it was really a no brainer at uh, two dollars there for uh, Nelson Cruz. Yeah, I uh, I like Nelson Cruz. Yeah, the guy's done it for so oh, yeah. long. Yep. So you just. Just seems like he loves the game of baseball. What did you say? He's thirty six, right? Thirty seven. He's he he will be. He's in his. Um, he will turn thirty seven. He is thirty seven. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Nelson Cruz. Yep. Almost almost thirty eight because of how the se- how his how birthday is. Yeah. How his birthday is. But yep. yeah. Now Nelson Cruz, fun guy overall. Yep. Let's uh let's finish it up here with uh, managers. Okay. And we kind of took who. This list is not an exact science. We don't know. So many new managers, so many guys moving around. Mm-hmm. We took it as is. If you don't like it, you can put your own manager in at a dollar for all I care when you send us all yours. <laughs> right. We'll put it that way. So what we did, though, is Bruce Bochy, the three-time guy, maybe top 15 overall, 15th overall in career wins. I think Bruce Bochy get, gets the nod here still. Uh, second, we went Terry Francona. Uh, what he did with the Red Sox, what he took the Indians 25th in payroll mm-hmm. to the series to extra innings in Game 7. Terry Francona's our four. Joe Madden, 2016 uh, uh, World Series champion with Joe Madden there for the Cubs, is our, our $3 pick. Ned Yost, Kansas City, a couple years ago, what, 15 mm-hmm. now? He went to two World Series. Two yeah. World Series. Ned Yost, former catcher, by the way. Mm-hmm. And then... Do you have a clue who we finish with? It's Roberts. Yeah. Yep. Brian Roberts. Brian. Brian Roberts playing for the Yankees. <laughs> you know, uh, good try there, though. Yeah. Good try. No, uh, we're going with Roberts though. Dave Roberts, the manager for the uh, for the L.A. Dodgers yeah. there. And uh, I'll go ahead and finish up. I went Dave Roberts because I put my money on the field. He wouldn't be my first choice. He hasn't done it long enough. But what he did. With Puig out in L.A. and what he's done with the team that has a lot of talent, I, I, I'm going to take Dave Roberts. Um, I went $4 Terry Francona. I don't know if you get a better manager. He's my favorite manager in baseball. Yeah, two-time manager of the year, um, two-time you know World Series champion as a manager. Um, has done some really, you know, did some really remarkable um, things with the Indians. And, you know, going back to that 26 World Series my honest opinion is he outmanaged Joe Madden. I, I think I'll I can I I don't know if you can argue that. I just you think you can argue it. I just how think he, how Chapman was used for the Cubs was awful. Yeah. How he forgot about Travis Wood was pitching really well and yep. he didn't even use him. I, I just think that the breaks went the Cubs way more, but um Terry Francona to me is the best manager in baseball right now. I I agree. Yep. I agree. I left my money on the field like I did last time. Yep. Uh, but he's my favorite manager in baseball right now. Yep. I think what he's done is nothing short of remarkable. So uh, why don't we take five seconds here, regroup, and we will bring us your starting lineup, my starting lineup, and then uh, 
we'll, we'll uh, stop bugging everybody for over an hour the last couple weeks. <laughs> yep. All right, Jeremy. So, uh, you know, fun time as always. Um, you know, it, it, it's fun to do these, but it's also so hard. So, um, <laughs> there's seven other guys that you go, Hey, they missed the list. Why'd they miss the list? Right. So, you know, and we saw some of that last week. Uh, we got Ted Williams a couple times. Should have been a DH. He didn't have the DH in his in right. his time. But we we took it off of what it is right now. Right. So, uh, but yeah, so much fun, Jeff. Give me your lineup. Give me your philosophy behind your lineup. Okay. I, th- I think it's probably similar to last last week's right. idea of speed top drive men. Mm-hmm. So so what I did here is my leadoff hitter is uh, Frankie Lindor. Love it. Yep. He would have been my leadoff hitter. Yep. Uh, number two here is Christian Yelich. Okay. Um, number three is Mike Trout. Can't argue. Number four, uh, Nolan Arenado. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Number five, um, Bryce Harper. <laughs> Darn. Bryce Harper hitting fifth. Fifth, right? Um, hitting sixth, uh, Freddie Freeman. Okay. Uh, hitting seventh, Nelson Cruz. Jeez. Eighth. Um, Yadi Molina. Yeah, kind of figured that. And rounding out my bottom, uh, DJ LeMayhew, who had a batting a batting title last year, hitting ninth. <laughs> so, so basically, what I did is, you know, I wanted some speed at the top. Um, switch hitter for Lindor is gonna, you know, can hit you those leadoff home runs, but also can hit a gap, can bunt for a single, can steal a base. You know, we saw it. He got he won. Um, Where uh, did you have Trout hitting? Third. 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 Okay. okay. Um, um, you know, one America a taco in the World Series because he stole base. Yeah. Um, you know, and then I go Yelich, another guy uh, uh, who can hit righties and lefties. Um, you know, can I think is a typical number two hitter is going to can drive absolutely the, can drive the ball out of the park, but but handles the bat doesn't have too much pride that he has to pull the ball. Um, and then Mike Trout at third, you know, can can hit those guys <laughs> in. You know, can. You know, you know, can score a run, but also you know, move two guys into scoring position at the same time. Arenado, with you know, the last three years averaging 130 RBIs, is you know, that's okay. Yeah, darn. And then I put I put Harper um, fifth. I like the protection because if you you know if you're either gonna you're either going to pitch to Arenado or Harper, but you're not gonna pitch to either. You know, they're not gonna pitch to both. Um, but I think I think uh, Freddie Freeman. Protects whoever's behind him as well. The only thing I would have probably switched is the lefty lefty going back to back, but tough, right? Um, you know, Nelson Cruz at seven. You know, whatever the guys in front of him don't clean up, he can do, and he can um, hammer thirty something bombs. At, yeah. at, at the seven. Hole. Yep, and then Molina. Um, you know, kind of a, a setup guy, if you will. You know, if absolutely. I with Molina, you would almost hope that he sacrifices a guy in the way of a, how he controls the bat and for your lineup I think he's a great spot. Yep. You know, is almost not beneficial for him to be on base. But he's not terrible. <laughs> no. Um not and by then, any stretch. you know, DJ LeMayhew, a guy that hits, you know, hit 300 last year at the ninth. Looking at your lineup, Jeff, there's only one difference I I would have made and you touched on it already is I think I would have had Harper hit fourth mm-hmm. and Arenado hit fifth. That's it. Yep. The, to kind of break that up, the lefty righty thing. Yep. But that's just oh, could you imagine a lineup like that? I know it's just insane. Great. And really, you talk Molino a lot there. Defensively, what he brings you to, and, yeah. and just everything else. 
He is such a clutch hitter. Mm-hmm. Man, two outs, guys. He's one of the guys that I can mm-hmm. still consider in the league that I went up there. I love the lineup, Jeff. Yep. Thanks. I love the lineup. Thanks. Uh, I love how it's built. I love it from start to finish. So uh, I came out uh, uh, kind of like I did last week with, you know, Clemente hitting leadoff for me. Right. Wow. Let's hammer. Right. So that's what I did. Okay. Carlos Carrera hitting leadoff. Okay. He hit fourth last year. Yep. As a shortstop. Shortstops mm-hmm. don't normally hit fourth. Right. So Carlos Carrera mm-hmm. coming out there. Votto, too. Mm-hmm. I think that what he does to get on base, he can move a guy over. He, he talks about how, how I'll hit the ball where I want kind of feeling. Right. I love Votto there. Altuve, 240 guy hitting third. Third, yep. All day. Buster Posey hitting fourth. Jose Ramirez is my five hitter, though, which might surprise you, but the, the average up over 300. Yeah. I like 300 average, 300 average, 300 average, 300 average, 300 average, 300 average on my first six guys. Okay. So Martinez, J.D. Martinez, mm-hmm. he'll drive those guys in in front of him. Doesn't have the most home run power with Posey and Ramirez. Posey doesn't have a ton of pop Right. in the home run category. He's just so consistent, man. So consistent that I love him there, though. Um then I finish out, uh, and maybe this is where my lineup might get weak, which uh, Andrew McCutcheon hits seventh, uh, just under that 270-something, 279, I think, last year. I don't have mm-hmm. it on my computer died here. But uh, McCutcheon, Upton, though, 30-something bombs hitting eighth. Right. And uh, then I finish with George Springer, who had the lowest batting average on my team, but also over 30 home runs, right. hitting ninth. Yeah, he can. hits leadoff for his team. Yep. He hits ninth for my team, so Correa, Votto, Altuve, Posey, Ramirez, Martinez, Andrew McCutcheon, Upton, George Springer. Right. So that just shows how deep it is that you have an MVP in Kutch. Yeah. Hitting seventh. Hitting which, seventh. You know he's he's later in his year, but man, he was electric with the 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 dread era. Oh. That when he when he was rocking the dreads, he was. He if was something he else. was in his prime, and I'm looking at this lineup, I think he's hitting second. Mm-hmm. For me, but he also probably takes Springer spot out up here, and I find a different right fielder because right. he was a center fielder. But right. if he's right field and he's in his uh, prime, yep. I think he's hitting two or three for me. And Vado Altuve, oh, those are going to be my two, three, four hitters some yeah. way, somehow. Yep, absolutely. So, uh, both lineups, I don't think there's a there's a lot of weakness. No. So uh, we did look up the career war. Which is not 100% accurate for this time. Some guys have been in the league since 14. Some of them have been in the league for 10 years. Right. You know, so uh, career wars are very similar too, though. So yeah. uh, I think that you got me, though, by yeah, just a little bit. I, yeah, I was 304. And I think I was like a 297. You were 299. 299. Um, you know, what helps me out a lot, though, is is uh, Trout with 55. Um, McCutcheon had me at a 40. Yep. Um you know, Vado was 54 for you. Um, you know, but like going off, you know, one area why we went back and forth, um, career war for Andrew Miller is only an 8.4, um, which I think is going to be influxed with some of his uh, starter days. Some of his early years. Yep. Um, you know, Correa is only 16.3, which he's going to be – up he's in the fifties, back in, he's yeah. gonna be right in the heart of so, it when it's the um, end of the conversation. That was just something we were, you know, looking to see, just you know how close it was, and you know, <laughs> getting a career right around that three mark, though. I mean, right. that shows how similar our lineups yeah. are. I mean, in looking at it, you know, uh, you know, Lindor's only a fifteen point eight, and you know, Correa's a sixteen point three. So yeah, 
I mean, you know, just numbers are close like that. Yelich is a 17, which he's going to be up there. He's going to be in the 20s in the next year or so. Yep. So, um, now that was just something fun that I wanted to add. So No, absolutely. Uh, like I said, my computer died and I didn't bring the charger home. Or I would tweet out our list tonight. So, yep. I will tweet out our list tomorrow. We will uh, let, you know... Have uh, some other people chime in here, and uh, we'll put some on the show here. We'll start talking about the last two weeks next week, yep. and next week we're eight days away. Yep. So uh, we're getting excited. Yep. For uh, for baseball season to come, we'll, absolutely. We'll see where this takes us. But yep, Jeff, the last two weeks, I'm gonna throw it out there, a blast. Oh, so much fun. A blast. Yeah. So, so much fun and. So much more time. I wish that we did. Right? I wish we did this full time, not I know part time kind of. Feeling. I know if we could just go over this every day and you know really. I think our lineups would look different. I'd like to see if there's one of those uh, a shredder type of thing. If you take these guys for a career, right? and you know, I was thinking we did last week's. You know, and you took Henderson, and I kind of ripped it apart a little bit. Right. But also, if you're taking these guys in their prime only, oh my goodness. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, it's... I wonder what his numbers would have been if he would have left the game earlier right. as a career, just batting average-wise sure. and such. And sure. I, I thought about that a lot because the guy could straight up run. Yeah. And he did so much and pop out of that leadoff spot, too. Yep. So, I don't know. We'll, uh, like I said, we'll post this. Yep. Check us out on the Anchor app, the best sports app. Or uh, best podcast, I said sports. Yeah. Only baseball, yep. full-time, full MLB podcast on on here is Baseball Rants. Follow us on Twitter at Rants Baseball, Pocket Cast, Apple, Google, you'll find us. So yep. uh, check us out next week. We'll uh, bring this close, and I'm sure that we'll have a couple more injury updates, and we'll uh, kind of get ready to preview the season a little more. Absolutely. So As for uh, Fours Himes, I'm Coach Kilgore. We will talk to you next week. Thanks.